I've been a huge fan of Allison over at She Dreams of Alpine for years. I love her Instagram feed because it's informative, it's educational. And what Allison does is she's a coach and she teaches women how to be confident and self-sufficient backpackers. But she does more than just that. Like I think that she actually teaches women how to be confident and self-sufficient in their life. And so I love sitting down with Allison and just chatting and learning more about She Dreams of Alpine, learning more about what she does and more about her background in the outdoors. And I think you're going to like my conversation with her. So I'm just sharing a little bit of that with you today. And also Allison will be presenting at our upcoming summit in May. And I'm really excited to have her on the speaking roster because she just brings so much positivity, encouragement, and support to the outdoor community. It's exactly what we all need. If you want to learn more about her and all the other women who will be presenting at our summit in May, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com and click that summit tab. I'll let you enjoy my conversation with Allison. Allison, She Dreams of Alpine is huge. You have an amazing community of like supportive women, you're women supporting women, you're helping women feel confident in the outdoors. How did you get started? I guess I had kind of fallen head over heels for the outdoors. And I was living in California for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, So about seven years into like my personal kind of outdoorsy adventurous transformation, that's kind of like how I view it. Yeah. I started thinking I'd like to be part of the people like providing resources, providing education. And for me, I was mentored by a lot of men and Mm -hmm. I felt like there was a really big gap for like women supporting women, which it was actually a really hard part for me getting into the outdoors is that like, I didn't always relate to the guys that were mentoring me. And, you know, I didn't always want to go out with guys or like their goals were not my goals. And so it was harder to find like women companions. So I was like, I want to create mentorship for women by women and to create like a safer space to do that and to ask the stupid questions and like, you know, the ones that you feel kind of like you can't ask in front of certain groups of people, which is silly, but I felt that way when I was, you know, first starting out. So that's how I started my blog. She dreams of Alpine first. And then it kind of morphed into creating it into more of a community, like you mentioned. And now we run a program called the backpacking badass program where we teach more specifically about backpacking. Did you grow up outdoorsy and, or did you come into this later in life, later in life? You're young, but you know. Yeah, no, I didn't grow up outdoorsy. I'm actually from Texas originally. Mm -hmm. So my family was like, we didn't have an outdoorsy bone in our body. I think maybe I've camped in my backyard, but like where you could go inside and like, you know, get things and amenities and go to the bathroom and all this stuff. So I didn't grow up in the outdoors. Um, where I got into it was after college, I moved from Austin to, um, a little town called Bakersfield, California. And for me, what kind of started it is I was also, I got married really young. So I got married at 19, Mm. kind of like a Texas thing to do. Um, and not all Texans, but for me and my community where I grew up, it was just like not uncommon. And then I ended up getting a divorce around, um, the end of college. And so I moved to a new state for a job and I kind of got divorced around the same time. And I was sort of in this kind of like downward spiral, like, who am I? What's the point? I was like really pessimistic. Mm -hmm. And 
I noticed this about myself. And so I remember like my second, maybe like six or eight months living into California, I was like, I need to do something different. And so I entered into like a year of yes. I don't know if you've ever heard people talking about a year of yes. I think it's like a book actually. <laughs> I'm in a year of no, Allison. I'm saying no to everything. Yes. That is an also an important year to have, you know, once, you know, you've said yes to too many things, but I was like, the year of yes for me was about getting my outside of my comfort zone uh-huh. and like doing things I had never done before. Cause I needed sort of like a reinvention uh-huh. um, of myself, who I was, what I wanted to be. And so like saying yes, and I felt really shy. So I like wanted to go new friends and like yeah. all this stuff. Anyways, long story short, that led me to getting invited to a backpacking trip um, in Yosemite and uh, half dome. So oh. yeah, at the time, I didn't even know what Half Dome was. Like I've been living in California about a year, but I was like, what is Half Dome? And I Googled it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. And I really didn't want to do it. I did, but I didn't. I was terrified. I was like, I am not cut out for this. But since it was my year, yes, I said yes. Mm -hmm. And the people that took me were it had been a bucket list item for them. They weren't super duper into backpacking, but they had kind of gotten the permits and like they had an extra one. So I went with them and that trip sort of changed my life. And I knew like, this is what I want to keep doing. Like I felt more alive than I had felt in a really long time. And so, but then from that point, it was like those friends that I went backpacking with didn't do it all the time. And I was having a hard time finding other people that wanted to go do it, which hence kind of brought forth this, well, I need to learn how to be self-sufficient, do this on my own, like have my own back, like know all the safety skills so that it doesn't matter if I can't find anybody to go with, um, I can still go on my own was kind of the mentality. But the catch 22 of that is like, and I tell my clients this all the time, once you kind of step into that leadership energy for yourself, you attract way more people that are interested in joining you in these opportunities as well, because they're attracted to that kind of like leadership energy as well. So, yeah. And then it just builds community. Yes. And then it builds community and you kind of find your people just by naturally pursuing the thing that's like drawing your curiosity and your interest and your passion. So you mentioned the word self-sufficient a couple of times. Yes. And that's not a word that I usually think about when it comes to hiking, camping, backcountry, skiing, whatever, whatever, all the things, right? I don't always think about self-sufficient as a word. Why? And you kind of mentioned already, but why is being self-sufficient important to you and why is it something that you really feel you need to empower your clients to feel? Yeah, exactly. Self-sufficient is probably like the number one feeling I want my clients to have when they go out, go backpacking, because Mm -hmm. in my opinion, it's like when we talk about safety and we talk about getting outdoors, Mm -hmm. it's like, even if you're going in groups or even if you're going with more experienced people, you want to be in a position where you can have your own back in situations because there are plenty of scenarios that could happen where you get disconnected from your group or you have to go get help. Maybe somebody in your group is hurt, depending on how large your group is or small your group is. And I think that when clients feel reliant on other people, 
or like another term I use, and this is not meant to be derogatory because I think we all start this way, but like more passive participant in a group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, It prevents you from like really stepping into the experience and really feeling like you can contribute to the group and you can like learn a lot from it. And like, you're really enjoying it. Cause a lot of, there's like a part of you that's concerned and super worried and like mm-hmm. overwhelmed by it as well. So I kind of want you to get to that point where you're like, okay, even if it is still scary, cause it will still be scary. Like you feel like you can figure it out. You have your own back. You have the tools that you need to take care of yourself in the backcountry, no matter what. So that's why I always like safe, confident, self-sufficient. Those are like the three feelings that I want like my clients and my audience to feel when they go outdoors. I feel that right now. Just talking to you, Allison. Good. <laughs> so great. Have you seen, and I'm sure you have, you have seen just the transformation that has occurred in your clients' lives as they go from feeling a little bit maybe scared, nervous, overwhelmed, thinking about gear. You talk a lot about gear yeah. to actually being able to go out on a backpacking trip and be safe and confident and self-sufficient. Is there one particular example or client story that you could share with us? Oh, yeah. Um, of somebody who, who went from like overwhelmed to feeling like, yeah, we yeah. have so many good stories. I, I'll, I'll talk about Sherry. She's like one of our, she's now one of our, um, we call them ambassadors, but when we say ambassadors, it's really mentor within our community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she's one of our backpacking badass mentors. But when she first joined our program in 2020, she, her goal was to like be able to do stuff on her own. She's like in her fifties or she's yeah, above 50 and she is entering a new transition and phase of her life. Yeah. And she wanted to get into the outdoors, but she wants to do it on her own because she didn't have that many people to do this kind of thing with. So mm-hmm. I remember when she joined, her goal was just to go on like a solo backpacking trip. Um, and she did the work. Like she was committed. She really was all in on that goal. And like she showed up no matter what, even like though she had the fears and the yeah. overwhelm and all the things. And that's the key. Sometimes yeah. people think, Overwhelms a problem or fear is a problem. Those are not problems. Yeah. It's just something that you need to expect to happen. Yeah. And when we when we think something has gone wrong, that's when we kind of like spin and and like stop action. When we kind of see it like, oh, overwhelm, my friend. Oh, fear, my friend. There you are. Yeah. Like, yeah. I expected you to be here. Welcome. Yeah. Like we're going forward anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like to have like little conversations in my brain about those kinds of things. So Sherry did the same thing. And now Sherry has like gone on to do, I'm trying to remember all of her accolades, but she's gone on and through hiked multiple different trails on her own solo. Like this past summer, I was talking to her. She just did, um, what's, I think it's called the Centennial Trail. It's in South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, She did that one solo. Um, She's done like a bunch of sections of, I think, think it was the ice age trail um solo and now she's just now she's also stepped into being a community leader as well so she takes other people out and she has joined like i think 52 hikes like 50 and over Mm -hmm. um, ambassadors 
uh, meetup groups and stuff like that. So she's just totally like been all in. She did the rim to rim in a day. Um, so she's done all this like super badass stuff when she also didn't really have a strong yeah. background and she started later in life. I love her story because so many people come to me and they're like over 50 or something. and They don't know if it's worth their time. And I'm like, well, it depends on your curiosity and your desire to do this. But like, if you have it, like, yes, <laughs> like go for it. Like at least try. Yeah. Yeah. What's holding you back? Yeah. It's funny. I'm glad you mentioned age. We have a 70 year old who's climbing Kilimanjaro with us in June. And mm-hmm. I'm like, life goals, life goals right there. It doesn't, it yeah. doesn't end. It doesn't end at 40. It doesn't end at 50. It doesn't end at 60. No, it's and all I- about perspective. I'm so happy too. I'm like, you are not only an example for other women right now, Sherry, but like an example for me, that is the way I want to show up, continue to mm-hmm. keep showing up to my life as I grow and get older. And I will just want to keep having experiences and keep pushing myself out of my comfort zone and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I love her, her story. And she's got a community behind her. What I think what, what I love about her story as you were talking about her is that she's giving back. Yeah, totally. It's so easy to take, take, take from a community, yeah. but it really, it's so powerful when someone's like, I want to give back because this has really changed my life. And this is like one of the things I love about teaching women is I find women like to bring more other women under their wing and like into the process and like bring them into the experience of things. So even if it is just like their family members or their close friends, maybe they're not going out and starting business or something or like some community but even in those small ways they like to a lot of my students join because they want to bring other people along with them and they know that they're they're gonna have to step up into that leadership role in order to get other people stoked so I just think it's kind of cool like I think women naturally tend to kind of think about community building um and bringing and like what is that quote it's like Okay, I just blanked, but the, like where all tides rise or something like oh, a sh- a rising tide raises lifts all ships or something like yeah, that. is that right? I don't know if I yeah the right quote, but we just talked about age, yes. um, being a barrier that some women feel when they want to get on the trail. But there's so many other barriers. How are some of the ways that you try to break down those barriers so that more women can get outside and onto the trail? First and foremost you know, our company, we start with education and we have like a lot of things that we focus on is providing really Mm -hmm. great free resources. In addition to like, we do have paid programs as well. Yeah. But we do also do scholarships into those paid programs. So like Mm -hmm. our big focus is around education and just like Mm -hmm. really empowering somebody to have that knowledge for themselves without the barrier of like having the biggest one for me is not having to have the barrier of knowing somebody Uh, bring you up right because this for me as being somebody who didn't grow up in the outdoors was probably the hardest part about getting into the outdoors was Mm -hmm. finding somebody to take me under their wing to like teach me things and I never really quite found that in that exact way like sometimes you talk to people and their story is oh my friend was really into it yeah and they got me into it or my brother and my family have always been into it. But some of us don't really have that or we don't have access to it. So education is probably the biggest piece of that. And we do it in different ways and formats. So. I agree. 
Uh, 100%. I think, I think education and experience lead to confidence. Yeah. And so you're educating women so they can go out and have the experience and then they're feeling confident and, and, and brave. Yeah. And then it's kind of like that, like we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. it's to be a pay it forward kind of situation where it's like, we educate one person, they educate people in their community. And we do see that like knock on effect, like they're learning from us, but the people that are learning from them, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. Keeps You're changing the world, Allison. That's that's what I know. I'm not, I'm not saying like that's how it is, but it's just yeah. cool that it works that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Because we get so excited about this new thing that we're learning. We just want everyone to experience it because it's it's transforming us. Yeah. And I feel like that also takes the pressure off. Like we do the best we can to reach the people we can reach in the ways that we can reach them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the scope of running a business, right? Like that has its own challenges, but it's nice to know that like, even if people can't always afford to work with us or they need something different or a different format or their accessibility access, whatever yeah. is different, yeah. that maybe they're going to get that mentorship from another woman that maybe did down the line have education, not just from us, but from another, you know, company or something like that. It's just cool that it can, the more women that feel confident, this is kind of where I like get most passionate. It's like the more women we have out on the trail that feel confident, it's like the more women are going to be out there and it'll be cool one day. Like if you go to the trail and you're not like, oh, there's so many dudes out here. It's like, oh man, there's so many women out here. Like do dudes even backpack? Like, I don't know. it's a ripple it's a ripple effect but also it's changing generations for me the backpacking piece is just that is like where you start but I Mm -hmm. feel like there's so much ripple effect to having confidence in the outdoors and the lessons that you learn from the outdoors that you can bring into your life that have such a positive impact to the way you show up to your life the things that you show up with courage the way you handle fear the way you handle resistance and overwhelm like yeah yeah it's so amazing like how it translates into your personal life um off the trail as well so can you share an example yeah about that um so like for me personally i think the number one reason i felt the courage to start my own business i used to be an engineer um, working corporate full time, you know, like nine to five sort of gig. Wow, that's a transition, isn't it? It was, yeah. And yeah. No, I don't have any entrepreneurs in my family either, so it was yeah. like not a lifestyle like I was really accustomed to or knew much about. Yeah. Um, but I think like having that seven years of like where you go out, you have this goal, you don't always know if you're going to like you know that goals are built on successes and failures. You know that like it's going to be scary sometimes, but that doesn't mean don't go for it. You know that there's going to be some overwhelm. There's going to be challenges. Like there's just people use mountains as metaphors for a reason. Like they just translate so well. So sometimes when I'm like struggling with something, I'm like, how does this relate to something I've seen in the outdoors so I can simplify it in, mm-hmm. in a way yeah. like for my yeah. brain. And then I'm yeah. like, Oh, nothing has like, it's more about just coming back to the realization that nothing has gone wrong. Like this is normal. I experienced this in the mountains and nothing has gone wrong. Then that's just like part of the process 
mm. of growing and pushing yourself and doing like harder things in the mountains. So yeah. building a business like that translated so well because it was such a roller coaster um, of emotions and things I didn't know how to do and like overwhelm and all the stuff. So yeah, that's one of many examples. Yeah. You're crushing it though. So yeah. you've learned you're, you're, you're learning, you've learned. You're- I mean, like it takes years. I mean, I've yeah. been like doing this for now, I think six years. So yeah. I don't ever want anybody to think like, it was just like, Oh, you're in okay. success. No, <laughs> no, that's bullshit. Yeah. It, it never it's hard. Is. And it still is sometimes. And that's okay. Like, that's that's part yeah. of it. yeah yeah there's i love the iceberg is it the iceberg where mm. it's like oh it just looks like this beautiful iceberg and underneath yes. it's like this dragon just craziness the unseen forces yeah yeah um you are going to be presenting at our summit and i'm really yeah. excited because you just are a wealth of knowledge and inspiration Can you tell us what your talk is going to be about? My talk is going to be the three biggest mistakes um, that hikers tend to make as they transition into multi-night backpacking and Mm. like how you can avoid those mistakes. So it's really focused on maybe you're a day hiker or maybe you dabbled in backpacking, Mm -hmm. but like as what we, what I talked about earlier, maybe more as a passive participant or going with more experience um, group members where you kind of just tagged along, didn't really know what was happening. Yeah. So in that presentation, we're going to talk about like, if you kind of want to step into, sometimes people get triggered by the word when I say leader, because they're like, I don't want to be the leader. But like, I encourage people to kind of maybe start to embrace that word. It doesn't mean that everything's solely on you, but it does mean you get to take a lot more ownership in the process, ownership of your own safety and just like ownership of your own adventures. Um, if you start seeing yourself as that. So we're going to talk about those mistakes that kind of happen in the transition and how you can avoid them. Oh, good. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait to learn from you. Um, where can we learn more about you and your programs and coaching? Totally. Um, everything should be, I'm, I'm easily found under she dreams of Alpine. Like most socials are she dreams of Alpine. I think on all of them, unless they had a character limit and then maybe like she dreams Alpine or something, but <laughs> on Instagram, she dreams of Alpine. Um, and then my website is she dreams And then we have, yeah, all kinds of ways to learn more and more about our backpacking program and free guides and stuff like that. I loved my conversation with Allison. I think she's doing great things. I feel like in the outdoor community, women need to support each other. And that is exactly the type of community that Allison is creating. And so if you want to learn more about her, head on over to our website, shedreamsofalpine.com. If you want to learn more about our summit, all of the amazing women who will be presenting at our summit, you want to know how to buy tickets, you want to know about our speakers, you want to know the schedule, head on over to our website, hikelikeawoman.com. Click that summit tab and you can learn more.